In the first reading this morning, we hear from the book of Exodus, where the Israelites have been taken out into the desert by the Lord. In the midst of the desert, they're beginning to suffer. They don't have enough water, they're suffering from a lack of food, and they're losing hope in God. And so they grumble against God, and they're super frustrated. In a very real way, brothers and sisters, we too are in a desert. We're in a desert of the sacraments because of this coronavirus. We're isolated, and we may feel like the Israelites, abandoned by God. But in truth, Lent is about going into the desert. It's about going into those dry places in our lives where sin reigns and it kills all life. Because it is in the desert that we have this encounter with the Lord. It's when we're in the midst of temptation to sin that the Lord speaks to us. In the desert, the people need water. And Moses strikes the rock with the staff to unleash the water to rejuvenate the people. And we can think of this rock as the essence of our heart. Because when we're stuck in sin, we have a stubborn heart that doesn't want to open itself up to the love of God. Now from there, let's go to the gospel. In the gospel today, we have this beautiful reading from John's gospel where Jesus encounters this woman at the well. And Jesus is going through Samaria, which is in the Israelite period. It's a place where people had mixed up beliefs. It's a place where they had a confused faith. And we hear this when Jesus talks to the woman at the well. Because she's first startled. How is it that you, a Jew, ask me, a Samaritan woman, for a drink? She doesn't know that God loves her. She's confused with this encounter with God. And we have this beautiful two-level interaction between the Lord and this woman. This woman who is trapped in a sexual sin. She's trapped because she's living with a man who is not truly her husband. She's going to the well in the middle of the day to get water because it's hot in the middle of the day and she's going to be free of all the gossip of her community. Because she knows her shame. She knows her life is a wreck. She is very much in the desert. And yet, in the midst of the desert, she has this encounter with the Lord. And he offers to her this gift of living water to fill her life with new life, with transformation. And what we see is that he tells her everything she knows, and she goes back and witnesses to her village, and her life has been transformed. We know this because at the end of her encounter, she leaves her water jar behind and she goes and talks to the village and, and shares with them this transformation in her heart that she's had by encountering the love of God, which gave water to her thirsty heart. In the early church, Christians used to go out into the desert as well. They would go out into the desert in order to do battle with sin, to encounter the areas where they're tempted, and to allow the Lord to come into those places to transform their lives. It very much, it's a monastic experience. And so now that in this next week, next two weeks, Mass has been closed, we're very much in the desert. And in the same way, I think we can use the model of the early Christians as a way to enter into the desert. And this is where the psalm speaks to us. In the early church, men and women would go and live in solitude in the desert to enter into a life of prayer. And this is where the foundation of the monasteries came from. Whether they were monasteries of men or monasteries of women, 
They lived out the monastic life. They entered into the desert, and they entered into a way of living alone for a while. And I think they can offer to us a bit of encouragement on how we can live in the desert in this time. Because they go into the desert to do battle to sin, one of the things we should call to mind in our hearts in these, in these coming weeks is, Lord, where am I tempted? And maybe I'm tempted because I feel like the Israelites in the first reading. I feel abandoned by God. I can't receive the sacraments. I'm all alone here. There's no one to be with. And yet it was exactly in this place that the monks would enter into prayer. And the first thing that formed the core of their life were the Psalms. And if you listen to the Psalms today, the Psalms tie back into the readings. Because it begins like this. Come, let us sing joyfully to the Lord. Let us acclaim the rock of our salvation. Let us come into his presence with thanksgiving and sing joyful psalms to him. The rock of our salvation, the rock at Massa and Meribah, where Moses struck the rock, the rock that represents our sin, with the staff that represents the cross of Christ. And from this rock gushes forth life-giving water when we can allow that heart of ours to be pierced by the love of God. That's what the monks would go into the desert to encounter. And so they would pray the Psalms, and I would encourage you, go and pray the Psalm every day with the Mass for this next week, because it is a way each day for us to allow that prayer to enter into our loneliness, enter into the solitude of the desert, and begin to transform our life. One of the things that the monks would pray is the rosary taking a daily dedication to pray the rosary, and especially in this time when our nation is going through this sickness, to pray the sorrowful mysteries for health care workers, for first responders, for those who are sick and suffering, for those who are trapped in nursing homes and are basically in this desert all the time. It's an opportunity for us, this Lent, to grow in our life of prayer, to grow in a life of Christian solidarity. So praying the sorrowful mysteries of the rosary may be helpful. A third monastic discipline you might choose to take up is praying the Stations of the Cross. Look around your house, find a crucifix. Just walk through the stations and begin each station with, you know, the first station Jesus is condemned to death. We adore you, O Christ, and we praise you because by your holy cross you have redeemed the world. And then reflect on what happened to Jesus in that moment. And take the sin that you're struggling with and bring it to that moment in the Stations of the Cross. And let Christ pierce your heart and transform your heart from this hardened place to this life-giving water. In that way, brothers and sisters, we become a lot like this woman at the well in the, first re- in the Gospel, where once she allows Christ to enter into her heart, her life is transformed. And at the end of the Gospel, She has this beautiful saying where she says, I know the Messiah is coming, the one called the Christ. And when he comes, he will tell us everything. Well, the Lord is coming out to us in this desert. And he says to her, as he says to us, I am the one speaking to your heart. I am the one who is opening that heart and allowing the life-giving water of baptism to flow in so that through you, you can become a well for someone else in the world where they encounter the grace of God through your life. May God bless you this week, brothers and sisters.